This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you guys have been listening to Ask Women for a while, you probably know my voice associated with some cynicism, maybe some jokes you're not a fan of, or maybe you are a fan of because you've got great taste. Well, either way, I've come a long way from that cynical gal, and I'm doing amazing things helping guys get their banter and conversation skills on track, as well as making those dating profiles look not so terrible. Or dare I say good? No, dare I say great. I get them looking great. And I've been doing it long enough now that I'm seeing actual results coming in from guys that I've worked with, like, you know, for example, engagements, things like that. I have to say, I feel pretty good about my skills, and those dudes do too. So if you want to be smooth and witty in conversation or smooth and witty in your profile, you know who to come and see, and that's me, Kristen. And I'm at kristenandchill.com. All of my stuff is up there if you guys want to hit me up and uh, get my help. So again, kristenandchill.com. Charm more than just her socks off. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out The Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of The Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have Dan Bacon on the show who is going to share with us the formula for ultimate success with women. It's something that every guy can do, every guy listening to this show can do. So don't turn us off just yet. He's also going to share with us top three secrets that he has learned and uncovered about beautiful women, two of which... I myself did not even know, even though I am a beautiful woman, woman, whatever the hell I am. Anyway, we are very excited to have Dan on the show. So keep listening. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast. It's one of your hosts, Kristen Carney, along with the beautiful, the smart, the talented Dan Bacon. No, I'm just, I know. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, we should do this at seven o'clock more often. I like you when you're awake, but yes, Dan Bacon. Got you, Marnie. I know. Yes. <laughs> no, Marnie is all those things too. Uh, Marnie Kinras and Dan Bacon is our guest today. He's from The Modern Man. And I had to obviously say something about bacon to him before we started taping. <laughs> and so I have to say it again. Your name is delicious. How did you grow up with a name like that? Oh. With a lot of difficulty. In school, I used to get picked on for my name. Oh. And I actually think, I used to think that I wanted to change my name when I was younger. I was like getting picked on all the time and called bacon and eggs. Were you chubby? Eggs and bacon, all that sort of stuff. I wasn't chubby. I was a okay. skinny kid. 
All right, but, well, that's um, good because if you were if you were overweight and your last name was Bacon, then you got a tough setup there. Oh yeah, it's like stop eating yeah. so much bacon, bacon. Exactly, but, uh, exactly. Oh, God. well, if you if you look good, then what was the whole, the hang up on? I feel like that's a fun name well, to have. I have uh, people in my town that are named Burger, their last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just so dumb sounding. Not that bacon is dumb sounding, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're like hamburger. You know, it's just there. It's so it doesn't matter if they're fat or thin. It had nothing to do with it. It's just a goofy kind of sound, like you know. Go eat yeah. a burger, burger. Like it just not. But I'm sorry, but no, bacon is lovely. No, it's a great sorry, name. I really. It's, uh, it's pretty much <laughs> everyone loves bacon. I mean, you put bacon. Exactly. In. That's what I'm saying. Like, how yeah. do, how is it yeah. a bad thing? You're associated with something everybody thinks is fantastic. That's except right. for Jewish no, people. I've been, I've Jewish people do not name. like you. Yeah. Right. I've embraced my <laughs> name. I love my name now. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, so, so you have embraced bacon and you've mm-hmm. also embraced yourself as a modern man but i want to understand the process that you went through in order to become this modern man right okay well the process so do you want to know my story about what happened or i do how did you come the face of modern men well basically i was just a normal everyday guy but i was insecure when it came to women i didn't think that i was good enough and I got lucky one time with a girl at a party when I'd been having some drinks. And we were on the so-called dance floor of the party out, outside the back of the house. And we started kissing and I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, she's really pretty. And uh, we got into a relationship and I became insecure and became a bit jealous and controlling. And about a year into the relationship, she went out with her sister and her friends and cheated on me and then called me the next day to tell me that and dump me. Oh, God. So, yeah, I was devastated because prior to that, I really didn't understand how to get a girl and I'd got a girl by luck. Dang. And here I was getting dumped and I knew I was in the wrong, like I'd become jealous and controlling. I knew I wasn't doing the right thing, but I didn't know what else to do. You know, like uh, it's just that inexperience and the insecurity. but. Yeah, after that, I was on my own for quite a while and I didn't know how to attract women still. And I became even more insecure, especially around women that I found attractive. I thought there's just no way that they would like me. So I, you know, talked to some women that I wasn't very attracted to and okay, they seemed to be okay with me, but around attractive women, I would become nervous, that would turn them off. And as a result, I was still in the same spot. You know, I couldn't find a girl that I found attractive to like me. And eventually, you know, that went on for a couple of years or so. And I just got sick of it. I thought, come on, you know, this, there, ha- there has to be something that I can do here. Like, I'm a good guy. There's, there's nothing wrong with me. Why can't I get a girlfriend that I find attractive? Why can't I get attractive girls that I see, you know, friends getting with? Why can't I get that? So I decided that I was going to figure it out. And I, around that time, made a new friend and we, started going out and approaching women every weekend. And initially I got rejected because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I was just trying to start conversations. I was nervous and all that sort of stuff. But eventually I started to figure it out. Eventually I started to realize that there is a particular way that you can talk to women that makes them feel attracted. There is a way to be confident around women. How did you figure these things out? Well, it just came down to trial and error. You know, it came down to the determination to get it right. I mean, I saw other guys who were just normal guys getting girls and I thought, well, they can't be doing something that's 
impossible for me to do. I've got to be able to figure this out. Right. So I, it's just, it just came down to thinking about it. Okay. What are women attracted to? And I, I kept hearing they're attracted to confidence. They're attracted to guys that can make them laugh. They're attracted to a guy who has some charisma or a guy who has some charm. And it's like, all right, well, what is that? How do you do that? And I just started testing, just started testing, saying things uh, around women that, you know, from, from a place of confidence and just having a go at saying something that I thought would be funny. And Initially, of course, I wasn't getting it right because it was coming from a place of nervousness and insecurity. And there was women can just tell that I was tense, but I could see that I was on the right path. You know, it was better than where I was, what I was doing previously. And I just kept going and I became more confident at it. And I understood how to be confident around women, how to speak to women with confidence, how to just be real and say what I felt in the moment, how to you know, use humor in a way that women find attractive. And, you know, to sum that up is one of the easiest ways to do that is to playfully challenge women as you're talking to them, to playfully tease her for some of the things that she's saying, playfully pick on her for something that she's saying, not in a mean way where you're trying to hurt her or insult her, but just playfully. And once I figured that out and I started doing that, then it was it was easy because I could see that women were reacting positively to me and we were having a laugh. They were feeling attracted. They started showing signs of attraction. They started touching me. Uh, They wanted to keep conversations going. And as a result, I felt more confident talking to women. And as a result of being more confident, they felt more attracted to me. And as a result of that, I started enjoying my choice of women. And that was a lot of fun, especially after what I'd been through. Definitely. And as a result of that, I want to ask you, because right before we started taping, I just finished doing a banter session with a guy and he asked me, what is cocky funny and should I be cocky funny? And we kind of broke it down and basically I said, it's just teasing. And so then we talked all about teasing and the right way to do it where it's not too dry and it's not too literal, where you're actually picking on something about that person that could hurt their feelings. Mm -hmm. And so I can tell you what we did, but I'm curious what your technique is for coming up with playful teasing like things well it's just i mean i just recorded a video this week and i'm gonna release it and one of the examples uh actually the only example i gave in that particular video was when walking through the park and you see a girl walking her dog you know a lot of guys are in that situation they find a girl attractive and they're thinking i'd love to be able to talk to her but what can i say you know and a lot of guys who may try to talk to the woman may, may go over and say, hey, nice dog. What kind of dog is it? How old is it? What's its name? And so forth. And it's just a standard, friendly, polite interaction. But the example I gave in the video is, hey, cute dog. It's even cuter than its owner. Maybe just a little bit cuter. And then have a little bit of a chat to her and say, so can your dog do any tricks? And if she says no, it's like, oh, come on. You've got to teach your dog to do backflips and things like that. You know, just having a bit of a joke around with her, putting some playful pressure on her in that moment. Yeah, I love that. I love that too. I think I think it's like a it's like a gentle way to introduce being playful. You're not insulting. Mm. You're not putting somebody down. You're just having fun with the other person. That's right. Yeah. I think also a way to not put some someone down because I think a lot of guys run into this where they hear tease mm. and then they're just mean, yeah. but they don't know they sound just mean. Yeah. So I think a good way to do that is to do a comparison with something extreme. Mm. So for example, a woman loves to, this is a really random weird Mm. example I'm throwing out there. So off the top of my head, say a woman 
loves to like grow her own tomatoes, you could call her a farmer. Yeah, farmer girl. You know, because just call her farmer girl. Because it's yeah, exactly. Because it's so not true, Mm. but yet there's a hint of truth there. So, so I think that's just like a fail-proof way Mm. to tease without insulting. Yeah. And if a guy can say all sorts of things for that. It's like, oh, you're, you're a very homely woman then. Fantastic. So when are you going to cook some dinner for me? You know, and just roll right. with that, well, right. you know, you, and right. he's only playfully messing with her like that. And in many cases, women, if they're talking and if they're getting along and the woman finds him attractive, she may say, yes, she'll say, all right, we'll come over, you know, I'll cook you some dinner. Or maybe on our second date, she may say something like that. And he, he's exactly. moving things along. Do you think that all women of all ages respond to things like this, like women who are 45, divorced, two kids. Ver- yeah. Yes, and the reason why. And you call them grandma. Yeah. The <laughs> yes, reason why is that. that universally there are things that women find attractive. And, you know, with that example of the girl in the park, for example, the woman walking her dog in the park, a guy coming over and saying that to her, it demonstrates that he has confidence, which is attractive to women. It demonstrates that he has social intelligence and the ability to get along with other people, which is attractive to women. It demonstrates that he has the masculinity, the balls to put her on the spot in a moment like that, but still be a good guy about it, make her feel good in that moment. Like he's not being mean about it. He's not being a total asshole about what he's doing. He's, being, he's putting some pressure on there, but on her in that moment, but he's still being a good guy. It still feels good to her. And that is enjoyable. It's that enjoyable side of masculinity that women find attractive all over the world and they see that as charming. And and some women may even label it as being charismatic. They may say that guy's got charisma or he's very charming and so forth. And that is attractive all over the world. I I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Um, So Kristen, did you give any examples to the guy that you were working with on how to be cocky funny? I I don't like that term cocky funny. yeah. No, I don't use it either. But I know that's I what use, he, uh, he was... Yeah, no. I, I use playfully oh, yeah. playfully challenge women, playfully or playful, playfully arrogant humor or yeah. playfully challenge women, playfully tease them because it sets the tone right in terms of playfully. It's not about being arrogant. It's not about teasing women in a mean way or an insulting, insulting way. It's about being playful with it, yeah. just having some fun with it. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I gave him a bunch of examples, um, but I think he didn't know a better word and I didn't say I said I'd prefer to call it teasing but I do like what you said like the challenge mm, thing playfully playfully mm. challenge I I said but you have to set the tone first instead of just coming in randomly as all of a sudden teasing someone mm. so I think you have to set the framework first so for example if you met that girl in the dog park yeah. and you were very serious and very not super serious, but you were just friendly and polite and you just asked, what's the dog's name? How's the dog doing? How old is it? And then the next date, and then then you go on a date and all of a sudden you're like, what's up, zookeeper? Yeah, right. It'd be like, like, what? What's happened? Is this guy on drugs or something? Like, has he had a drink? Yeah. Yeah, What's happening? Yes. Is he nervous? So you have to... Right, exactly. So you have to set that tone. Mm. And if the tone isn't set from the beginning, it will come in a little strange. So I think if a guy knows a girl right now that he likes and he hasn't teased her and all of a sudden he wants to start teasing her, it's going to be a little weird. So I think what you have to do first is be teasing, be playful and teasing to yourself in a sense. So you start setting the tone of this is how I want it be in my communication. I want to be light and funny, yeah. but he's not doing it about her necessarily. Yeah. He's doing it about himself. That's, yeah, definitely so one I, way to do it. Another way to do it, he can slowly start to introduce it rather than just turning it on up to 100% right away from zero. 
you know, he can go with a little bit of that, just, uh, you know, bringing in a little bit of that if he's talking to her. And yeah. if it's the girl who makes her tomatoes, it's like, oh, how are you doing today? Yeah, how are, to- how are those tomatoes going? It's like you're turning right. into a real farmer girl, aren't you? You know, <laughs> slowly bring that in. Right. Um, so he's, what are you, Italian? Yeah, are you Italian? Are you, are you thinking of turning into an Italian or something? Or you opening up a pasta shop? Is that what's going yeah, on here? Sometimes I find you know. that like a, a slow play is a little bit more effective because yeah. if you're like really kind and then you throw mm. yeah. a jab, then the person's like, wait, what did you just say? Like, I like when I meet new people and they do that. Like there's all, a whole bunch of pleasantries and then they have like a zinger and I'm like, whoa, who are you? It like has a larger impact yeah. on me for some reason. I want to just pay attention to them. Yeah. Especially if they're cool about it, if, they, if they're just being chill about right. it. Right, exactly. Know? And uh, it seems like totally natural for them to say that. They're just rolling with yeah. it. Then it's like, oh, this person's cool. This guy that I was just talking to was saying how he was trying to be playfully flirty and teasy with this woman who wears really big eyelash extensions. Mm. And basically he just came in with a out of the left field comment about how she spends all of her time in the mirror. Mm. And it's like, whoa, whoa no, no that's, now that's just an insult. Yeah, that's, not, that's not working. Right. Mm. No, but if he wanted to say something funny, he could say something like, your eye, like your eyelids must be really strong mm. or something. <laughs> how to do kind they of hold up those like eyelashes? How do they hold those amazing eyes? Amazing eyelids yeah. you have. You know, it's like, <laughs> right. you know, you could... Like the Schwarzenegger that's eyelids. Right. <laughs> See, that's it, yeah. I know, like Dan, even your tone is like the perfect tone mm. for it because it's it's very it's a very playful mm. tone the way that you're expressing mm. it and the way that Kristen had said that it was a little bit too serious about the joke that the person was making mm. so it, it it like even landed as if it was an insult. Mm. But you know you have yeah. to. Uh, right. The thing is, I can understand where those guys are coming from and the mistake that they're making because I too made that mistake when I was starting out. I thought you know just male logic. <laughs> if women like that when you're being playful with them and you're teasing them, then I'll go to the extreme and then they'll really like me. Right. You know, I'll be a bit of an asshole with it. I'll, I'll insult her. I'll just, you know, the, you know, one of my friends, he used to say, this is when he was trying to work it out and, you know, he was making mistakes as well. He's like, this is my reality and everyone else is a guest. And it's like, you just walk around with that attitude. And it was just like, it was too much. It was like, relax. Eventually I worked it out and I'm like, dude, you just go relax. It's okay. You don't have to prove anything. But I too made the mistake of saying some things that were too much to the woman. I was being a bit too rude and I thought that a woman would like that because, you know, women, I thought, really liked it when guys were, you know, being arrogant and cocky and so forth. But there is an art to it. There's, a, there's an understanding that it's not about hurting the woman. It's not about insulting her. It's about having the balls to say something like that, to be a bit playful to have the confidence to do it, to have the social intelligence to do it, and just to be able to have some fun together. And it's, it's a sort of an indicator to a woman that if she were to get into a relationship with that particular guy, that it would be fun, that they would yeah. be able to have that banter together, that it wouldn't be boring, that it wouldn't be stale. They'd be able to keep the spark alive. You know, additionally, he'd be able to get along with other people because he has that sort of social intelligence to make people laugh and like him. You know, so that's attractive to women as well. Yeah. I do want to backtrack a little bit though. I said this, I, I made my joke about her eyelids being strong for the sake of the podcast. I didn't tell him to say that. Right, okay. <laughs> Liar. I, I do advise, <laughs> I swear, I do advise staying away from anything to do with a woman's looks at the yeah. beginning. Mm. You know, Just in case it doesn't land well. Always sensitive. 
Right. Because you never know if he ended up getting to know her well, then I and she was cool, then I would say, yeah, throw in the eyelid comment about her strong eyelids. But yeah, that I say, I say back away from. But what I think... Kristen, uh, Kristen, why do you say back away from it? What's the reason for that? Because I think there's always a time and place for something. I'm, I'm all for jokes. I just did a roast for OJ Anderson from the New York Giants and mm. said like the worst things that could ever come out of someone's mouth. Yeah. So I'm all about most, the most offensive jokes. But in terms of dating, if you want success, I think jokes show confidence, but the wrong jokes show that you might be an idiot. So I don't want a guy to look like an idiot. I want him to have confidence and eventually work up to the place where he can make those cutting jokes. But as long as it's the right woman, because I do think a girl, and I like to stereotype people. I like to put them in groups. I like to judge. And I would say that most likely a woman that wears really, really heavy eyelash extensions might not have the best sense of humor. She might. There's, you know, there's a possibility. <laughs> right. But I like to make assumptions and then work off of those assumptions for the social well-being of myself and whoever else around me. Right. You're saying so, that there's better places to start the joke than focusing on yeah, like he her makeup totally or something that. that she's worked on and cares about. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I just like, I think t- to begin teasing. Yeah, that's right. To begin, start, to begin. That's where you, right. that's so what, that one is that's not an big, entry level. Yeah, that's a big distinction there to begin because for someone like myself or my friends who are very confident around women, you can say anything and get away with it. You can literally basically say anything and it will work because you're just, right, you're delivering guys, it with confidence. A woman knows that you're joking and you're also showing her via your body language that you find her attractive and she right. knows that you're flirting with her. So it's all cool. But if a guy, right, if a guy's almost, tense and he's saying stuff like that and she's not really exactly. feeling attracted to him, then she's like, why are you insulting me? What's, what's with that? You know? It's like, right. Well, it's like, you know how to handle a gun. It, the guy, like a guy who's never shot a gun before, hmm. it's all of a sudden he walks in with an AK-47 oh, it's and it's like, whoa, 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 put <laughs> yeah. it down. Like pick up mm. the squirt gun first. Mm. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think starting at a beginner level. So I think the eyelid comment, that's more of a a teasing 401 class rather than a teasing 101 class. Mm. Yeah. I mean, a guy could give a compliment about the eyelids. Like if she had really, uh, sorry, the eyelashes, if she had really big eyelashes on and um, she mentioned that, uh, he could, you know, focus on that and say they're they're really, you know, they, they look beautiful. They're amazing. They're so big. I mean, I'm feeling a bit hot right now. Just like do do some blinking and fan me here. Like I'm, I'm yeah, feeling it. it's like, this is Absolutely. fantastic. I'm getting like, it's like right, air conditioning. You know? it's, like, it's like turning on a fan. This is fantastic. Bet, the, bet so those eyelids, you know, bet those eyelids, so, girl. I, I have a question. So were you funny with your friends like this before? I just want to, I want to no, understand. No, Okay. So, so you didn't even have this kind of sense of humor before. This was learned. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, you can learn it. I basically, that, you know, all my life, I went through life with the approach of just being that nice guy who wanted to be liked by others, to be accepted by others because of my politeness, my niceness, my manners, my intelligence or whatever like that. It, you know, hopefully people will think I'm cool because I'm smart and I know some things or I'm nice and I'm, and I treat them well. That was my approach to life. And what it, my approach to life now is to be a good guy, but I also know that there are different ways that you can talk to men and women. You know, it's not just women, men and women in order to have a different type of interaction where in, for example, talking to a man, a man will respect you, a woman, she'll feel attracted to you and she'll respect you. Whereas if with my old approach, it was just like, okay, this guy's a bit of a, just a standard nice guy, a bit right. of a 
whatever, you know, forgettable type of guy. And that was it. So, you know, it's something that I learned. Did you learn from watching other people? Like, I just, I just want to know how, how did you put these two together? No, by taking the risk, taking the risk to have a chance and just say something, you know, like talking to a girl and just take the risk. I'm going to say this and like, oh, that worked. Why did that work? Oh, Mm -hmm. right. You know, just figuring it out as I went along. But I want to give a tip to everyone who's listening. And I want to use an example that you just said, because Marnie's asking, how do you come up with things that are funny? And it's way more simple than people imagine. Mm. So it's all just making a connection between two things. And all of a sudden, it's like, ta-da, you're witty. So for example, what you just did with the eyelashes was perfect because you correlated them or connected them with a fan. Mm. So it's a positive thing. Mm. Well, not necessarily that it needs to be positive, but you connected one item Mm. with another and then it basically comes out as witty. Mm. So it's really simple. So like, for example, say a girl said she's a a Leo is her sign and her favorite movie is like Titanic or something. So... I would yawn, by the way, if a girl said that to me. Well, obviously, you don't want to date this girl. I would just yawn. I would yawn in (laughs) her face. I'd just be like, oh, okay. She would give really nice tonsils. You're like, so obvious. Yeah. Yeah. But in that case, I'm just saying you could look and make a connection. So you would just connect like the fact that Titanic was a movie that Leo started and she's a Leo. I'm mm. not saying that that's funny or joke. That's yeah, just yeah, a that's random. Right. You, could say, you could say, is that because Leo was the main character? Are you, you know, whatever you could. Yeah, All you could it is that. is making a connection. Yeah, and yeah. so, you right. know, or like, you know, she loves the Titanic. You can say, well, like, I hope this date doesn't sink as badly yeah. as the ship yeah. or something. But it's yeah. so simple. It's literally just connections between one thing and another to come mm, up with something. Mm. Witty. That's right. That's right. And then yeah. also having the confidence to back it up because right. when a guy has the attitude of, you know, whatever I say is cool, basically, um, but he's not being an arrogant prick about it, he's just rolling with it and just being the cool guy that he is. And he has that confidence when he says things, then people will jive with that. They'll vibe with it. They'll be able to laugh with it and, and go with it. But if a guy is saying some things that would otherwise be funny, if said by a confident guy, but he's saying it and he's not really backing it up with his confidence. He's feeling quite nervous. It won't hit as well as a confident guy would, but it's still good. It's still worth doing. It's still something that a guy should do because what happened for me personally, what happens for so many other guys that learn how to do this is that you do it and you see that you're getting a much better reaction from women and you're feeling more confident and you're seeing that they are feeling more attracted to you than usual. And as a result, that makes you feel more confident. And then the next time you interact with a woman, you have more confidence and you say, I can do this. I am a cool guy. I'm not, I don't have to be on the sidelines. I can have attractive women like me. You know, this is totally normal and natural. It's, you know, it's something for me. I can do this. And just, you just have that as a man, you just have that building confidence. And eventually you get to the point where you don't think about it anymore. You just know, you know, that women find you attractive when you talk to them and you just roll with it and just have a good time. Yeah, which I, I love that. I love that you saying that. What about for some guys, like who maybe, it sounds like you just naturally were able to build in that direction. Ooh. So, for, no, I mean, no. So you, so you did have assistance in some way. Because I'm saying like, what about some guys who are like, I've tried everything. I've tried every system. I've tried to say it like Kristen says. I've tried to say it like Dan says. But it just falls flat for them. What do you tell guys like that? Honestly, they're not doing it right. It's uh, the guy would be not projecting confidence. His body language would be off. His the way he's saying it wouldn't he wouldn't be saying it at the right time like just with some of the examples you've given 
both of you are given in, uh, in this recording, like, you know, oh, so you sit in front of the mirror the whole time or whatever, just saying insulting things, like that's not going to work. And it's just like it just can't not work. I mean, it has to work. I mean, I, personally, I know this because I took guys out for three or more years every weekend, new guys. And I took out nervous guys, cool guys, confident guys, tall guys, short guys, fat guys, IT guys, these guys, these guys from all sorts of races. And not every guy got the same results because of their level of confidence, but they were able to get better results than they normally get. You know, some guys who were rejected by women their entire life were able to get phone numbers, were able to get women feeling attracted to them and touching up on them and so forth during a conversation, showing those signs of interest. Whereas a a guy who was confident and just didn't know what to say or do, he was able to get a lot better results, get a kiss and maybe a bit more. But I've seen it work, you know, I saw that work for years. So I know when someone tells me that I've tried to do it and it doesn't work, that it's the guy's doing it wrong. It's simple as that. Yeah. He's just got to learn some more and practice and do and actually apply what is being taught in the way that it's being taught rather than, you know, just going in there and, and doing kind of like 20% of what he's been taught. Try doing more than that, you know, add in more. Well, the biggest thing that I hear you saying is that the first step to success is failing. Like that's how you have yeah, to do you've it. Got to, you've, it's, I'm it's going to be so successful someday. <laughs> like I failed so yeah. much. But the truth is, is that even like you, Christian, are doing the exact same thing. You may be failing sometimes, but you're also succeeding. You just did like a roast for somebody really famous and did it with, Artie from Howard Stern. Like you did, you have been doing amazing things. Same thing with Dan. Like he's becoming more successful in so many other areas because he keeps moving forward even though he falls flat in his face, which I I think is the recipe to doing anything in life. You can't just throw in the towel and say like, hey, this is all I can do and now I'm quitting because then exactly what Dan's been saying. I tried approaching a woman, it didn't work, so therefore women don't like me. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it could have been been that he approached those 10% of women who are going to be very, very cold when a guy approaches them no matter what. It could have been that he approached and he was a bit nervous and she sensed that and she didn't like it. She didn't want to be with a nervous guy because she'd had relationship experience with being with a nervous, insecure guy that, and that didn't turn out well. It could have been that she was just acting a little bit indifferent because she wanted to show off to her friends. It could have been that his conversation style was a bit awkward. It could have been that, you know, so many different There's things. There's a million reasons. Yeah. And you just got to keep moving forward. It's like, all right, I'm going to keep getting better. I'm going to approach women and I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. When we come back, I want to talk more about what you were just touching on, which was about selecting and picking women. So we will be back in a minute. I think we often overlook how important sleep is. The better the sleep, the better the you. That's right. You I'm talking about. I know for me, when I have a bad night's sleep, I can barely function, let alone do good work when I'm tired. But I also have quite the attitude problem when I'm tired. It's funny. I have no energy to do work, but I have energy to have an attitude. So the better the sleep, the less of the attitude. And if you find yourself always having a hard time getting a good night's sleep, you should try Purple. Purple mattresses are like nothing you've ever felt before because they use the unique Purple Grid. It's this really cool combination of hard and soft at the same time. Kind of like you. They offer in-home setup and old mattress removal, 100-night risk-free trial. So if you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty and free shipping. 
There's nothing to lose. So you're going to love Purple. And right now, our listeners are going to get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great deals they're already offering site-wide. Just text Ask Women to 84888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text Ask Women to 84888. That's one word, A-S-K-W-O-M-E-N to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. All right. We are back with Dan Bacon. And I want to dive into something that you just talked about before the break. You were talking about maybe he approached women who didn't want to be approached or these women who didn't want to be responsive. How do people know this before they approach? Is there a way to like select better and put yourself in a better position? Yeah, there's a very obvious type of woman to approach that is the easiest. And that is when there's two women and they're not really talking to each other much in the bar or party and their their body language is facing out to the crowd. So they're looking around, they're talking to each other occasionally, but basically they're just facing out to the crowd. Those women are almost always waiting to be approached. They're opening, opening themselves up to the crowd, hoping that a guy comes over and talks to them. You know, compare that to two women who are in a serious, involved conversation and they're really into talking to each other. Those women can be approached and that conversation can be interrupted if a guy is confident and he, he knows how to talk to women and handle the situation. But if a guy comes over and he's nervous and awkward and stuff, then that isn't going to go very well for him initially. They're going to be like, oh, what's this guy interrupting our conversation for with this awkward vibe? But um, if a guy's starting out and he wants to make sure that he's going to get the best type of response, look for women that the two women and they're not really talking to each other much and they're looking around the room a lot. And in many cases, they're facing their body language out to the crowd or in other cases, they're facing each other, but they're not really saying much. Those women are open. Okay, so they're looking for a distraction, for something to... That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and basically, you know, one thing to point out, when I used to take guys out to approach women, I used to explain to them that most women don't get approached and they want to be approached more in situations like that. And they only really get approached by guys who are drunk or guys say, hey, what's going on sort of right. thing when they're walking past. And they rarely get approached by normal guys who just come over and have a fun, interesting conversation with them. And I used to say, you know, watch this. And I walk over to two girls and my client would come with me and I say, hey, what's going on with you two? You know, the prettiest girls in the bar here and no one's talking to you. What's, what's happening with that? And, that, and almost always they say, I know, <laughs> like we've been standing here for like an hour or something and no one's come over and talked to us. And I would later on, I would say to my clients, See, right. this is what I'm telling you. It happens week in, week out, you know, but to most guys that would look at those women and think, oh, I don't know if I should go over and interrupt them. I mean, they, they're out. They probably don't want to be interrupted. They just want to have a quiet night or something or, you know, what am I going to say to them? I mean, just get over there. Have a have a conversation with them. And if you don't know what to say, learn what to say and get into it. Yeah, I totally, I totally yeah. agree with you. Well, so you had written us a list of things that you uh, wanted to talk about on the show. And one of the things that you listed mm. was secrets that you've uncovered about beautiful women. So I'd love to hear those secrets. Okay, so there are three secrets I've got here that yeah. I can share if we have time. And then I've got some other things. But the first secret is that most beautiful women have insecurities about their appearance 
and it bothers them. But most guys don't think it would, it could be possible, right? So a guy sees a beautiful woman and to him, she's perfect because he's feeling so much attraction for her. He's looking at her and he's thinking, wow, look at her face, look at her butt, look at her hips, look at her boobs. And she's going, wow, look at my face, look at my butt, look at my head. Yeah, exactly. There we go. There we go. That's right. So the reality is that she may be insecure about something or a number of things about her physical appearance and, you know, such as her thighs, her lips, her hair, her complexion, her skin color, her boob size, her butt size, and so on. Right. But a guy, when he sees a beautiful woman, he's thinking she must think that every guy wants her, you know, like I wouldn't stand a chance with her because of how, you know, how attractive she is. But what he fails to understand is that, um, he's feeling attracted to her and he is confusing that with thinking that, you know, she's perfect and he's going to have to be Mr. Perfect in order to get her. He's going to have to be tall, handsome have perfect muscles and so forth. Otherwise, how is he going to stand a chance with a beautiful woman like her? Right? So that's the thing. Like a lot of guys don't realize that a lot of beautiful women have insecurities about their appearance. And, you know, a lot of beautiful women, they, they come across as though they are totally confident in themselves. Women are really good at doing that and hiding that from men and, and behaving as though they think that they're beautiful and they're perfect. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with them. And a guy would be so lucky to get a chance with them. But there are reasons why women have to do that. It's, it's part of uh, them trying to find guys confident and, and so forth. But uh, a lot of guys really need to understand that about beautiful women. So your thoughts, Marnie and Kristen? I completely agree with you. I totally agree with you. I'm thinking about how bloated my stomach feels right now. <laughs> like, but other people looking in probably wouldn't even notice me thinking about no, that. But I, I've gone no to so way. many parties where I'm like, oh my God, my, my pants are too tight. My butt looks big. My hair is horrible. I have all of these thoughts circling in my brain. But I have a smile on my face and I'm talking to people while I'm thinking those things. So somebody on the outside is going to have a totally different perception of how I'm feeling internally. Yeah. So I agree so, with you completely. Kristen? Yeah, well, I'm just trying to not make a joke about, because like, <laughs> Marnie's saying like she's sitting there and her stomach feels bloated, and, but she's got a smile on her face. It's the same <laughs> thing when like someone farts and you have no idea. Like they're just sitting there yeah. looking like cool and smooth, <laughs> but their seat stinks, you know? Like you just, <laughs> like all I could picture Marnie doing was just like smiling and farting at the same time. Oh, no. <laughs> and no one oh, knows. No I one actually knows. feel, this is a side note, I feel like I can always tell who's fart. <laughs> yes. Well, there's always a little lift happening. Like there's got to be some sort of <laughs> this intention, anyway. this intention in the body language. You can see it in the face. It's yeah, like, like uh, either they're, overcompensating, they're like uh, making a face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah talking well, about other things. Usually yeah. a face of pleasure for <laughs> someone like me. It's absolutely true. Whenever I see a picture of myself and I don't hate it, I see what other people might see and go, oh, I right, can see why people right. think right. I'm confident or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because I usually just see myself with my own eyes, which is with super critical eyes, yeah, I don't too. see what people see. So, mm. and, and I am a runway model who's a 10. So. Right, exactly. No, but uh, you know, okay. all right, let's, hear, let's hear those other two secrets. I, I want to hear the other two secrets. Okay. Okay. The next one, beautiful women don't all have the same taste in men. 
but they seem to say that they do. Ooh, right? Like if a beautiful woman is asked what sort of guy she wants, she'll say tall, handsome, and some will even say rich. Yet in terms of a guy being handsome, right, most pretty women and beautiful women will date guys that other guys look at and think, well, right. he's not handsome. I think he's ugly or he looks weird. Right? Well, what she's saying that he looks handsome. You know, and of course, sometimes a beautiful woman would be, will be with a guy who is handsome, like he's that male model dude that's in right. a, you know, from the magazine sort of thing. But a lot of the times what happens is that if a beautiful woman or a pretty woman meets a guy and he's confident and he's got some charisma and charm, she will then think, well, there's something about this guy. I like him. You know, he's cute. He's sexy. You know, there's, there's something about him and she'll feel attracted to him. And as a result, she'll look at his physical appearance in a more positive light. Whereas, you know, guys may look at him and think, well, you know, he's got a bit of a big nose or, you know, he's losing his hair or he's got a bit, uh, he doesn't have six pack abs. He's actually got a bit of a belly there a little bit um, or whatever. And, and she's saying, no, he's sexy. He's handsome. She's saying, that's what she's saying about him. Well, someone like Sasha Baron Cohen, some girls may find not attractive at all, especially as mm. Borat in the neon bathing suit. He's hairy. Yeah. He's like gangly. I think Sasha Baron Cohen is so hot and so attractive. And it obviously... His confidence yeah. is uh, through the roof. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing how confident that guy is. Yeah. So, so, you're, so much balls, that guy. Totally. And not that he's oh. like a bad looking guy by any means, but like my sister, she'll go, oh, you think he's cute? And I'm like, yes. Oh mm. my God. I'm like in love with him. So... It's true. Yeah. Like we, and my sister and I are both females and we come from the same parents and we have total different opinions on attractiveness. Yeah. Like when I, you know, when I've seen him do his movies, by the way, just one thing, like the amount of confidence he has to actually do those movies and, and act out out the characters, like in the Bruno movie, in the, what's the, what's the movie where he's like, he's rolling, he's rolling around with that, uh, the fat guy and they're like, you know, in that 69 position. I'm like, oh my God, this guy is just, He's so ballsy, this guy. He just does not care. And, like, he's able to act like that. And then in interviews, he's able to be this really cool, considered, rational, even gentleman of a guy when he's talking to TV talk show hosts and so forth. Like, he's very intelligent. And it's like, you know, no doubt women will find him attractive. But, uh, you know, oh, our yeah, guys absolutely. may look at him and say, well, you know, some guys will say he's handsome. Some guys will say he's ugly, he's dangly and what, what, whatever you're saying, gangly or whatever. But he's anyway, definitely what dangly. Say, I know that for sure. Yeah, dangly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Marnie, what were you saying? Well, I was going to say before, like I, I, I've said this a lot that... A, a person's got a man's face. Like, yes, in the first five seconds, that is what I'm going to look at. I'm going to assess sure. that guy based on what at? I see. If, of course, because that's all I know about that person. Yeah. I, well, a little bit of body language, maybe at first. But like, as soon as he comes and talks to me, he, his face can shift and he, right. he can become more unattractive or oh, he can become wow. super attractive to me. What you just said is a, so powerful. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but it's very in line with what you're saying. Like literally, I've even taken note of this happening when I, so actually my friend Suzanne has this friend, Mark. And Mark, I don't even know how else to describe him to you other than he looks (laughs) semi-alien-ish, very nerdy, 
And he looks like somebody who should be like playing with a science kid 24 hours a day. Like that, mm-hmm. like he just is, he's not a very attractive person. But after five minutes of talking to him, I found myself trying to get his attention and trying to get mm-hmm. him to like me more and trying to show that I was intelligent and witty and funny. And like his face literally morphed in front of me to where I saw that his eyes were blue and they were like really nice and sparkly. That's and that so like he didn't have any hair, but like I liked the way that his glasses rested behind go. Like I'm just it, it literally was morphing in front of me and it was absolutely crazy. And that happens to most other women. Yeah, for the men listening to this now, please listen to what Marnie said there. That is the absolute truth. Yeah. That is what happens. That is what happens. Yeah. Like absolutely. a guy who, who would normally not be considered good looking can make a woman feel attractive and she can start to feel like there's something about this guy. I really like him. And as a result, she looks at his physical appearance in a positive light. And that's why so many guys get confused. They, you know, they see this girl talking about her boyfriend or this woman talking about her husband and she's saying that he's handsome. And he looks at her and he looks at him. And he's like, what? What is she saying? But he's handsome. He's sexy. Yeah. And he can remain like that for life. Even though he's aging, she can see him as sexy and handsome. Yeah. That is the reality. That's how a woman's attraction works. So great example that you, you shared there, Marnie. Fantastic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Let's hear mm. number three. I want to hear the third All secret right. about women. The third one. Many beautiful women don't see themselves as being someone could, who could have a highly successful, handsome man. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So a, a lot of guys, when they see a beautiful woman, they think, okay, well, look, you know, she is it. She knows she's it. And she knows that she can have the best ball player, the best businessman, the best this or that in the town, in the city, and uh, she's only going to accept that. But many women don't actually feel, uh, and pretty women and beautiful women, don't feel as though they could hold down a guy like that in a long-term relationship. They have that fear that he's so handsome, he's so successful, he will probably uh, tire of her, bore of her, and then cheat on her or dump her. And then what what is she going to feel? She's going to be brokenhearted. She was with this guy. She had, you know, a very handsome, successful guy, and she got dumped, kicked to the curb, and now, you know, she feels like crap. So what a lot of pretty women do, not all pretty women, right? Many pretty women do want the handsome, successful guy. That's true. But what a lot of pretty women do is that they will steer towards having a guy who's just average looking and he's just an average, ordinary guy who will appreciate her beauty, will want to make the relationship work. He'll have the motivation to make the relationship work. He'll have the motivation to want to stay with her. And therefore she can build a solid future with him, potentially a family and they can stay together and build uh, and have a life together um, rather than her getting dumped and, you know, feeling all that pain. Okay. So I want to hear what Kristen thinks about that one. Well, I have low self-esteem, so... You have low self-esteem, but you have an interesting view of your dating pool (laughs) because I will say that most people... So so I don't think you really do. So I'm... Okay, anyway, I'm not going to interrupt. You continue saying what you're going to say. I do and I don't, but yes, yes. No, 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 go. I want to... I like to hear things about myself. Okay, so basically, I'm I'm trying to say that I'm trying to work through this as I'm talking, like reveal an insecurity of mine probably, but it might be subconscious that for me, really really attractive, really successful guys for some, like we're just never my thing and I never like them. And it may be subconsciously that I am thinking, oh, either I'm not good enough for them or I, I don't know. But I think the point that you're bringing up is a very interesting and probably very valid one. And that does go on for a lot of women. They may have a huge misconception about who they are or what 
they, I don't know. Sorry, I'm, I'm like talking through it as I'm thinking about it, but it's interesting. That's right. Yeah. That's right. What they're, what they're capable of and, yeah, the sort of life that they think that they're capable or uh, worthy of living and so forth. So, but yeah, what, what were you going to say, Kristen, about being self-conscious? Well, I actually was going to go a little bit toward what Marnie was saying, which is the, I also don't find that I'm a super successful guy thing very attractive. But but mm. interestingly enough, of course, I want a successful guy. But if a guy mm. is online, like Marnie said, who's too smooth or things like that, which I could kind of hear Marnie saying, yeah, I would always be turned off too. So I think I think I basically want an, an equal. But underneath, I think I am confident or I do have self esteem. But I also uh, in when I'm in the world, I underplay, I think, and downplay what I deserve and my qualities or my quality. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually another secret about beautiful women is that in the mirror, and as you were saying, Kristen, sometimes you'll see a photo of yourself and you say, right, I can see what other people see in me. But sometimes in the mirror, a woman will look at herself and say, wow, I am beautiful. I'm pretty. But then when she goes out into the world, she'll forget that. Yeah. Right? She'll start feeling insecure and that really won't be at the forefront of her mind. In, in fact, her insecurities will, and that will cause her to go in her shell a little, little bit and behave in a way that she may seem distant or indifferent or whatever. But, um, you know, guys aren't aware of that. They're thinking, right, you know, this girl is too confident. She's too cool. She's too aloof. I can't attract her and so forth. But in many cases, she's actually feeling a bit insecure and self-doubting and she's going into yeah. her shell a bit. I know? think you've hit on like an unconscious below the surface truth mm. for I mean, many people in general, I think everybody walks yeah. around in an insecure state where they get out of it, you know, 50% of the time or 70% of the time, mm -hmm. there still is this portion of them that is insecure or potentially unhappy with certain things about them. So I, I think that that yeah. secret is probably a human secret that everybody mm. may not believe, or like at least most people don't believe they fully deserve what they the ideal is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, yeah. for guys, though, we're, guys are actually in a bit of a better position than women. <laughs> guys and, are like, yes, I do deserve that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, in that for a guy, he can go into a social setting and it doesn't have to matter. It doesn't have to be about his physical appearance, right? I mean, he can be a normal, average, everyday-looking guy and he can walk over and make a woman feel attracted to him as he talks to her by being confident, using some humor, flirting being a bit charming and charismatic and so forth. So he has that ability, whereas it's a little bit different for women in that, you know. You can't enhance your looks. Yeah, you can't enhance your looks yeah, unless, that's, that's, I mean, the woman. Like the truth, yeah. is, you can't really yeah. improve that. You can, well, you can't improve it, but you still can't be a 10 if you mm. are a 7 as a woman. But for men, it's actually the opposite. Yeah, but what's interesting is that a woman who may label herself as being a seven will be labeled as a ten by many guys. A hundred percent. Right, many guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I used to take when I used to take guys out to approach women. There was this guy, and he said, "He said, look, I want to make one thing clear. I only want to approach women that are attractive, that are hot. You know." And I'm like, "Cool, that's great. Let's let's do it." And I said, "Well, have a look around here. Who do you see as hot? Like, which is you know, what's a hot girl?" Right. And he pointed out a girl, and I'm like, oh, "She's not hot." Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> she's not hot at yeah. all. I'm like, "Okay, cool. Well, let's let's go and talk to her then, man." Like, but honestly, I mean, I didn't rate her. That's um, that's surprising. And, and, that is surprising though, because yeah, it, I would definitely guess that men seem to cater or see women 
either pretty or not generally the same. Like they would be all pretty much on board. Yeah, she's hot. No, she's not hot. I'm surprised. No, uh, but it does shift. Yeah. For every single person, it shifts. Like their likes are their likes. And they're, you know, the, what they find attractive is based on their own experience, their history, who they are, what they want. So yeah, I, I find that fascinating mm. too. When some guys will write it and yeah. say, oh, Marnie, thank you so much. I met like the 10 that I've always wanted. And she's amazing. They yeah. send me a picture and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> okay, not, not a 10 in my eyes, but a, a 10 in yours. So that's absolutely amazing. And I'm happy for you. Um, so I... And you know what also what? happens? What? No, no. Yeah, guys send me photos saying that uh, I can't get women because I'm ugly. And the guy looks great. I know. He looks great. I know. That kills you me know, too. And I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? You know, just like if I had his looks, I wouldn't I have to, you know, learn much of this stuff. I'd just go and say hi and be confident and women would be interested and then I could move things forward. But, you know, with my looks, which is average or below average, depending on who is rating it, um, I've had to, uh, you know, enhance <laughs> I think my you're attractiveness. Very cute, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I've had to um, enhance my attractiveness by being able to interact with women and connect mm-hmm. with women, get along with women, make them feel attracted, and so forth. Oh, you're and, good looking. You know, I just looked up your picture. Actually, you're fine. What? Stop it. Yeah. Really? Oh, fine. thank you. <laughs> Everybody loves you. You're fine. Don't worry. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> yeah, one thing you know, guys uh, often ask is they they say, well, you know, if I'm using techniques to make women feel attracted to me, um, does that mean that I have to, you know, continue doing that throughout the whole relationship? And is she going to get bored of me? Is she going to eventually realize that I'm not that attractive and then leave me and so forth? And you know, I'm seven years into my relationship now, and my woman is more attracted to me than ever, and I'm still as attracted to her as I was in the start. I'm more attracted to her. In fact, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's a really good thing. But guys worry that, you know, if they get a pretty girl, that she's going to lose interest. And they also worry that it's not authentic. But the thing is, when a guy goes out and he meets women and he's being Mr. Nice Guy or Mr. Neutral, Mr. Aloof, Mr. Cool, Mr. Alpha or whatever, that's a technique. Right? He's trying to get girls by being a nice guy. He's trying to get girls by just being friendly. He's trying to get girls by being aloof or really cool and alpha. He's using a technique, but it's not working. Right? And you know, using a different approach, such as using a particular type of humor, talking to a woman in a certain way, using a certain type of body language and so forth, is also a technique, but it's effective. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's not like manipulative. You're just being an attractive man. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to point that out. Because a lot of guys are worried about that. Yeah, I think that's that's a wonderful thing to point out. Because I, I I get that question a lot too. It's like, won't people mm. sense that I'm not being real? And I'm like, well, then you're not doing it right if you're not mm. honing what it is that you're learning. If you're just using somebody else's routines to be attractive, that's completely different. But if you're actually learning how to have conversations, learning how to find things funny, learning how to pull out your own wit, how to build attraction, how to stand in front of them. And these things are improving you. They're not making you false. And if you feel false, then switch up what you're doing. And also, guys need to understand that initially when they start to use techniques that attract women, it's going to feel a bit awkward initially because he's doing something new and he's pushing himself outside of his comfort zone. And he's being confident in a way that he normally isn't. He's being a bit challenging in a playful way in, in the way that he normally isn't. And it may make him feel a bit awkward. And he may not get it perfectly right the first time. But if he is determined enough and he's, he's got that follow through to get past that initial stage of awkwardness, then he gets into the ease where he, it, it just flows, where he starts to see what he's doing is working and that it's totally fine to playfully challenge women when he's talking to them. It's totally fine to do this or that. 
and uh, he's enjoying himself and he's having fun with women, he's getting results, then it's all good. So it's about getting past that initial point. I completely agree with you. Dan, thank you so much for coming on our show. I've been looking forward to talking to you for a very long time. Why don't you tell people how they can find out more about you? My website is themodernman.com and it's T-H-E modernman.com or just search me on YouTube, Dan Bacon. And that's it. All good. Wonderful. Yeah, this was really, really good. I have to go to bed now because it's eight o'clock at night. But thank you so much for coming onto the show. And we look forward to having you back because you shared some really wonderful things with the guys that are listening to cool. the show. And I hope to they love you guys again. Yeah. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. I also put them on YouTube now. So please go watch, listen, whatever the hell you do on YouTube. Do that on Fridays and go to youtube.com slash Marnie Kinris. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next week. 